we've passed on all we know. A thousand generations live in you now. But this is your fight. Star Wars fans and welcome back to Twin Suns Transmission. I'm your host Eric Pfeiffer and we just got back from Star Wars Celebration. Very exciting. Celebration Chicago. We could not wait to record a full episode. So um, this one's actually just going to be some reactions. So we took a portable recorder around Star Wars Celebration and recorded, uh, Jesse and I recorded some of our thoughts at Star Wars Celebration, so enjoy. Uh, hey guys, uh, so my name is uh, Christopher Sean, a.k.a. Kazuta Ziono. I don't know if you know me, but I know all of you by name, by face, by memory. And I'll tell you what, I had a great time, Star Wars Celebration. I hope you all love, love, love Twin Suns Outpost, because I do. And uh, stay tuned, because we're going to have great podcasts for you. All day long, all day strong. Kazuna Ziono out. It's Friday of Star Wars Celebration Chicago, and we are here, Twin Suns Transmission, and oh my goodness, we just got a trailer for Star Wars Episode Nine. Ready for it? The Rise of Skywalker. We have a title, which is very exciting. So, Jesse, first thoughts on the trailer. I was shaking the whole time, and the only thing I could think about the entire time I was watching it was that I was so happy to be here with fans and seeing it live with everybody. Even though we were on the stream, the feeling was incredible. I can't even believe what we saw. <laughs> yeah, so essentially we didn't get into the main room um, and or any of the overflows, but what we did do is we went to the Star Wars show live stream stage with a bunch of other fans that went directly there when um, the exhibit floor opened. So it was incredible. And you know, while it's nice being in the main show floor, it is absolutely stunning just to watch this, this type of stuff with fans in any way, shape, or form on a big screen. Um, I don't even know what to say right now. Like I have goosebumps all over the place. And my cousin, Dan, you're here. What, what were your first thoughts on the trailer? 
Well, I had anxiety the whole time that it started from start to finish. Um, and then I had goosebumps the whole time. And uh, I, I just loved every minute of it. I mean, it just the, they really picked out some really great shots that just got you excited. Ray doing that flip over the... I, yeah, yeah, and then the the biggest the biggest thrill for me was hearing Palpatine's laugh at the end of that. And you know, I was originally wanting to watch this on my phone somewhere quiet and somewhere with good audio, but I'm like, that's kind of lame. I really want to come in with the fans, so I ended up walking in here. And even though I couldn't hear a thing, I could hear some things, but not too much. It was still worth it to cheer with all the fans around me. Yeah, and you mentioned Palpatine and. Uh, after the first time they showed the trailer and the lights went back up, bam, there was Ian McDermott as the fans went nuts. And I'm getting goosebumps again talking about it right now. And he stood there and we're all like, oh, goodness, what's he going to say? Roll it again. And then, bam, we got to see it again. So what what is your thoughts on, like, potentially having Palpatine back in the next Star Wars? I was just maniacally laughing, I think, the whole time because I was so shocked. I think it's amazing because, you know, Snoke came in, he came out, everybody was kind of like, what's up with this guy? And if we end up finding out that Palpatine is still playing the long game, like, that would just blow him out of the water as, like, evil villain of all time, so. Yeah, Palpatine is arguably the most crazy powerful Sith, one of the smartest Sith that's around. Um, definitely one of the best manipulators in all of Star Wars. So if he truly is back again, this is just going to open up a whole new can of worms for, for Star Wars fans. If anybody, especially on the dark side, if anybody from the dark side can figure out how to come back to life, it's him. It's absolutely him. If Maul can survive falling down a deep dark hole, Palpatine can survive yeah. falling down a deep dark hole. Whether cut in half or shocked to death, whatever, he it brings me back to that line in episode three where Palpatine's talking to Anakin about the tragedy of Darth Plagueis and he says, it's ironic, he could save others from death, but not himself. So maybe that's a little bit of foreshadowing here for episode nine. That's a good point. And let's talk about the title itself. I mean, the name Skywalker's there. Ray has not been confirmed as a Skywalker. Luke's gone, or at least his, his voice is there. I mean, this is interesting. If, if you know, Palpatine comes back, who, who else could come back? I just, I think we're gonna find out Rey's a Skywalker. I think that Luke is gonna be like with her still in the force and I think we're gonna find out she's a Skywalker. Yeah, based off the title, I'm thinking, you know, more so now than ever that Rey is indeed part of the Skywalker lineage. Now, how that's all going to play out, I don't know, but it's it's definitely something to think about. We'll find out in eight months. <laughs> yeah, what about Billy Williams, guys? Man. Seeing him back in his Lando outfit and, you know, back in the cockpit of the Falcon again, just laughing with the music, going through hyperspace. It's like, I mean, there are so many moments in this trailer where you just stand there or sit there or whatever cry your tears out of your head there and you're just like holy crap this is this is one of the best trailers that I've seen in a while you know yeah and you're talking about crying I feel like 
since the panel started, and even now, like I've been feeling like I feel like I'm about to cry, and I don't know if I just can't because maybe I just there's all these people here. Yeah, but I am too. If I was at home, I'd be bawling, but here it only like made it to the surface of my eyeballs, and I was just shaking. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, that panel, watching that panel, there was probably three or four times where I, I legit had, like, tears in my eyes. Um, watching Kelly Marie Tran getting all those people cheer for her after everything that she's gone through in the community. I, the whole arena stood for her is what it looked like from the live stream. They stood up and clapped for her. Like, that has to mean so much to her. That's very courageous of her to do, especially, you know, like, I mean, Obviously, we're all Star Wars fans, but, you know, just to come out in the, the limelight like that, and even though even though a lot of people are, are going to support her in that room, she's still putting her, you know, she's on the live stream. Everywhere around the world is watching her. So I think it's it's awesome that she, you know, came out, and she she, she just looked great. She was, looked like she was feeling great, and that's really great to see. Can't let the haters get you down. No. Right, and they showed a bunch of different shots from the upcoming film. You know, like we said, we got to see Billy Dee Williams. They introduced a new droid, Dio, who actually came out onto the stage, which was really cool. Um, Kathleen Kennedy, J.J. Abrams. We also got a new character. Uh, I can't, I don't know how she, it was like Jenna or yeah, something like that. that. Um, so that's pretty cool. And they, I don't know if they alluded to her being Lando's daughter or if that was. That was pretty, yeah, she was like, oh. I can't answer that. I was like, well, if you can't answer it, yeah. then you probably are. <laughs> Colbert brought that one out. That was that that was kind of a nice surprise seeing him host that. I I was like, Stephen, now Stephen Colbert, like, yeah, what? Yeah, was a surprise. <laughs> he's a good host. He's fun. Yeah, he's, he's fun. very fun. And, and it's good that you know you hear his his side of the story about how he's well, you hear how he he's a fan. He himself to the fans that he deserved to be up there for <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> he definitely did. He did a great job. Well, there's definitely a lot to look forward to, and we could sit here and talk about this for another three hours, I'm sure. So we're going to be talking about it all weekend. J.J. Um, Abrams actually sent a bunch of fans, a bunch of cool stuff who waited in line for the Episode Nine panel, even though there were lotteries. Some people got some Episode Nine beanies. There was some, like, McDonald's lunch boxes that were sent out to people. Really cool stuff. So um, once again, J.J. Abrams, everybody at Lucasfilm, fantastic job showing your appreciation for the fans and making us feel like we're at home um, one thing that I really did want to say too is that this experience has really shown me the perseverance of Star Wars fans and really shown me that positivity in the fandom can make a big difference I, I always hesitate to ask people like what their thoughts are on The Last Jedi because I know a lot of people have a lot of negative thoughts about it but waiting in line for the show store this morning and everything like that, I felt strong enough to ask that question. And everybody that I asked were like, we loved it. It's, it's the major fans and the people that are, are here to celebrate their love for Star Wars that, that really keep the fandom going. So I feel like sometimes the angry voice makes a, a lot more noise than it's actually worth. And um, I, it's just looking around and seeing all the people who are representing the newest saga i've seen so many rose tico jackets around i'm wearing my rose tico today and it's just there's far more support than there is negativity and we all just need to remember that even if their voices are louder than ours it's it's not true there's just not as many negative people yeah i agree and i went to um the fye booth yesterday morning to get the uh or the rose um pin 
and it was gone. It was gone. So people, you know, are, are really coming around, and I'm, I'm incredibly happy for Kelly Marie Tran um, and the reaction that she got. And I, you know, I have said in the past that there have been some moments in recent times that I've felt ashamed to be a Star Wars fan, but I am definitely not ashamed to be a Star Wars fan today. Never be ashamed of being a Star Wars fan. And may may I add, I think it's, I'm really excited for the fact that JJ was talking about this adventure that everybody is going on. You know, in in The Last Jedi, everyone was kind of separated, kind of doing their own thing. And that's that's fine. But this is going to be very interesting. I mean, look, C-3PO was on top of that, what, speeder? (laughs) And it looked like he was getting almost blown up and like, wow, 3PO, you're stepping up, buddy. Yeah. Well, there's a ton more to discuss, um, but we'll, we'll have to save that for another time. We have a whole half a day left here on Friday. It's only to, Friday. Yep, to enjoy the show. Um, and so we'll be back with more from The Mandalorian and Clone Wars and Rebels and Resistance and everything there is to do here on the show floor. Um, so until next time, may the Force be with you. Hi, this is Susie McGraw, and you're listening to Twin Suns Transmission. What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to Twin Suns Transmission inside Star Wars Celebration Chicago. And this is day three, day two of the major panels. Um, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge was the major panel today, which was really exciting. (laughs) I'm really sorry, but I just stopped Eric. there is a slave Leia, George Lucas, that just walked by, and I couldn't let it go. So just so you guys know, with that pause. <laughs> yeah, that's slightly disturbing, I guess, would be the right way to describe that. Um, but yeah, so day three of Star Wars Celebration Chicago, and lots of exciting things happened. We went to a couple panels today, Jesse. What's been your highlight? Um, oh my gosh, well, the highlight would definitely have to have been getting to see the new trailer for the Rise of Sky- the Rise of Skywalker with everybody like I've always been dreaming from the when I started this podcast with you guys and then I got to participate in Ahsoka Lives Day for the first time and being a huge photo group with a million other Ahsoka fans and Dave Filoni and Ashley Eckstein and I was just so tell us about what that was like like what was Ahsoka Lives Day and Actually, before you do that, the funny thing is, I was going back to my hotel while you guys were doing that, and I could see you guys all lined up on the stairs, and then we get up to the room, and I drop off all my stuff, and I look down from my view from the hotel, and there's everybody right there. I can hear you guys on the 29th floor cheering. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, Ashley and Dave came up. Um, Everybody knows how amazing and great they are. The people were yelling at Dave to give a speech, and he was like, I'm not going to give a speech. I got panels tomorrow. Three seconds later, he starts giving a speech and just talking about how, you know, Ahsoka got to live basically because so many of us were such big fans, and it was a big part of the reason why she's gotten to stick around and be alive for so long. And it was really just heartwarming to be around everybody that loves her so much and to see all the amazing work people put into their cosplays and to watch Dave and Ashley stay and essentially get very politely mobbed for just people to share all the work they did and what they mean to them personally. And they stayed and they talked to everyone. They signed everyone's helmets, everything, anything anybody put in front of them. 
they were just they're just so amazing and I just stood there and just like soaked in all of the positive force energy from it it was just unreal yeah and you definitely look around and see a ton of people wearing Ahsoka shirts Ahsoka costumes Ahsoka pins anything and everything Ahsoka that they can for Ahsoka Lives Day. And this is becoming something that is a tradition here at Star Wars Celebration, and it's gonna happen every year, I feel like, from now on. Yeah, it's definitely always something I've watched happen online, and I got to live it today. And then right into that, we went to the Sisters of the Forest panel, and um, even though this has been an emotional weekend, I think that's when I, is the first time I really cried because I was in a room full of women and men, but it was, we're celebrating everyone in Star Wars, but just how much more comfortable and open the fandom is to women increasingly as time goes on and just hearing everybody share that journey and it is just lots of positive girl power that I've, needed today and it just was awesome good yeah there's been a lot of positive energy at this particular convention we had um, we talked in our last segment from yesterday about Kelly Marie Tran and the the reaction from the fans that she got Um, while you guys were in the Sisters of the Force panel I was actually up at the Star Wars show and Ahmed Best who's Jar Jar he was on stage and got interviewed And Andy Gutierrez and Anthony Carboni said they couldn't decide which one of them, because they're usually both not on stage at the same time, would get to interview Ahmed Best, but they both did it because they were both so excited. He got a standing ovation from all the fans. Everyone was chanting Jar Jar, and I actually got a little bit on my my video, so we'll have to post that. But yeah, so it was very exciting. Um, We also had the Star Wars Rebels Remembered panel today. And everyone got a poster of the cover art for the new Star Wars Rebels art book, which is going to be coming out in October, which is really awesome. Um, And I think one of my favorite things from that panel was probably Tia Sarkar talking about having to keep a secret from the rest of the cast that she was the one that recorded the epilogue at the end, and no one else knew what was going on. So she had to keep that a secret from everybody at at the dinner that they had following the finale. Um, did you have any thoughts on, like, the Rebels panel? Yeah, I just, I mean, they're a family in the show, and it's just really cool to see them be a family in real life as well, and just how they all bounce off each other and their relationship with Dave, and they just they just seemed like a real, true family that we just got to really experience on stage. I, I love seeing all of Dave's concept art that is, like, gorgeous and so fun to look at um yeah the concept art was probably my favorite part of what we got to see in that panel for sure yeah and we have a ton of other things that were announced today we got the fallen order panel with the trailer for that which is pretty awesome and there's just a ton of stuff to do here at star wars celebration i uh we actually did um a photo op today with the entire cast of the clone wars well, most of them, we had Matthew Wood, we had Matt Lanter, Ashley Eckstein, Dee Bradley Baker, Kat Tabor, Tom Kane, um, uh, just a ton of other people um, in a photo, which was really cool. And um, we got to meet, right? yeah, we, you walked up with me, Paul Bettany, Dryden yeah. Boss, was really cool. He had a mustache. Yeah, different, different, it's fine, but yeah. not very Dryden-y, not very Jeffrey Trossery. <laughs> yeah. 
but that was cool. And then tomorrow we have the Mandalorian. That's going to be the big one. We also have the Clone Wars. Remember, or uh, the Cl Sa Clone Wars Saved panel tomorrow. Fingers crossed that we get to be involved in that. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be very exciting. There's just it's just nonstop here at Star Wars Celebration. So we'll be back again tomorrow with more here um, at the biggest Star Wars convention in the galaxy. Mistake. Maybe. But I have to sort this out on my own. Without the Council. And without you. Are you from? I used to live in the upper levels of Coruscant. You're probably better off down here. With the Jedi running around, starting wars. I've watched so many of my brothers fall during this war. Fives, Echo, Heavy. Master Yoda, your thoughts on how to win the war? No longer certain that one ever does win a war. I am. You'll never see any Jedi around here. It's not safe down here. Things could have gotten messy for you. That's why I've got my ship. What squad are you taking in? Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The cavalry has arrived! Have you back, Commander? The good is new. Maybe a little better. for Kenobi. Why are you here? Oh my goodness, day four, we're already here and this is very exciting. We had a ton of stuff, Jesse, on day four. This might be, I mean, with the exception of the episode nine trailer, this might be like the biggest day, totally, of a Star Wars celebration. Yeah, this day was crazy. We got so much more than I think, definitely more than I expected to get today. Um, 
Yeah, it's just been nonstop. We've been going all day from one exciting thing to the next. And I'm beginning to think that we just need to start calling these things the Dave Filoni conventions because yeah. Dave Filoni is behind so many things related to Star Wars and Lucasfilm and all of that. I mean, we saw the Rebels panel yesterday and today Clone Wars and The Mandalorian and, and Dave has been a part of both of those all three of those if you include yesterday and it's just it's just crazy this man knows so much about Star Wars he's so involved in everything that they do at Lucasfilm and it's very exciting to see um, Dave so you know so busy so that's pretty good but we started the day off with the Mandalorian and John Favreau introduced uh, some members of the cast including the Mandalorian Mandalorian himself Pedro Pascal um, and he was up there with Dave Filoni and showed us a bunch of cool stuff. So what did you think about the Mandalorian trailer? I thought it was amazing. And um, even though you were in the Wintress and I was in the live stream. Um, Thanks, Bree. Yeah. Yeah, really. Um, we were in the overflow room. So we both got to see not only the trailer, but a good maybe like what, like minute or so of like what's felt more like part of an episode of a show and then it like seamlessly went into the trailer um which was just it was just so cool like it felt it felt like a step closer to like the adult realm further than rogue one i don't know if that's how you felt maybe two steps oh yeah definitely it seemed to have you know as they it's a, as they talked about in the panel it was they took inspiration from western movies samurai films things like that it definitely seemed to have more of that gritty feel with like this guy that has questionable morals and is just willing to do whatever needs to be done to get the job done and um so that was really cool and we got to see like Kwaki um, and monkey lizards being roasted. We got to see stormtroopers getting their helmets smashed. Like, that was awesome. IG 88, I mean, in the main auditorium at the Wintrust Arena, the entire room erupted. And I'm sure that's the same thing that happened in your uh, room. Yeah, our room was, I think, slightly more subdued, but when people saw IG 88, they, yeah, there was a reaction. There was a visceral, like, everyone was like, <gasps> Like, and people just started laughing, I think, out of, like, pure, like, oh, my God, this is happening. It's, yeah, it just looks so cool. And so, like, it looks like it's some, a series that is made for adults, which, even though Clone Wars and Rebels felt very adult, it was not, still yet not made for the adult being, like, the main target audience. And this, I feel like, is 100%, like main target audience because in our auditorium before the panel even started the MC had even said something we saw like a family with kids and was like hey you guys cool you know there's going to be like it's going to be more violent than the average right and they're like oh yeah it's fine this is like really tiny little kids I mean it wasn't that violent but it's it's more intense for sure from what we've seen I think yeah and they brought out Carl Weathers whose character's name is Grief or something like that and um, he appears to be the head of this guild that's going to be getting all of these bounty hunters, um, you know, employed with uh, whatever business they have going on. We don't know much more than what we, we saw today, but um, it looks really, really good. And like you said, they showed us um, like a scene from one of the episodes uh, where we get to see the Mandalorian kind of in action and um, sitting down and discussing terms of you know, whatever this business is going to be, which was really cool. There's going to be stormtroopers. We know it's going to be five years after 
um, Return of the Jedi, so we now have a specific year that this is going to be taking place. And there's just a lot of really cool things that I'm very excited about with The Mandalorian. There is. I'm excited to see these characters develop. I feel bad. I don't remember her name, but she plays Angel Dust in Deadpool. Um, Gina something. Yes. They said she did so many of her own stunts. And just from the little clips we got of her in her fight scenes, she looks so awesome. Yeah. It just looks, it looks like it's going to be a ride. Yeah, definitely. And everybody got Mandalorian posters after um, the panel, which was really cool. Kathleen Kennedy introduced the whole thing. And this is really uh, a work of love. Everybody that is working on this seems to be uh, really much a fan themselves. And that's exciting, too. And what I loved hearing was John Favreau say that he had actually had, I think he said the first four episodes written before he even took it to Kathleen Kennedy. Um, and he took it to Kathleen Kennedy. He pitched the whole idea, which was really cool just to see how passionate, you know, we know he's passionate about Star Wars, but to just see that he was so passionate that he just came up with it kind of on his own and was like, hey, I want to do this thing. And yeah, it was just cool to see that he, he's just so into it. And I just love seeing that in the makers of these things. Yeah, definitely. And we also, found out that they used 501st members in this, which was really awesome. They actually needed more stormtroopers, and so they're like, who are we going to call? We're going to call the 501st, and that's really cool. And as a member of the 501st, I can't even tell you like how exciting that must have been for them. Yeah, that had to be groundbreaking, earth-shattering. You just don't know what you're showing up to when you show up to a set of Star Wars. Like, that's... That's beyond anything I think most of our emotional realms as fans can handle. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We also know that this is going to be coming out on November 15th, and this is Dave Filoni's first uh, live-action attempt at Star Wars, which I think is going to be absolutely incredible just from everything that they've shown us. Um, I know a lot of people watching the live stream at home didn't get to see the trailer or any of the other clips and stuff like that, but um, I definitely think that you guys are going to be in for a treat when these finally become available for the public to watch. So we also got Clone Wars, and this was something very exciting too. This was not one of the major panels that was, you know, a lottery panel or anything like that, but still pretty awesome. And I was surprised this wasn't a lottery. This was a huge panel that everyone was excited for. I am so happy it wasn't a lottery because that stadium was packed and... From what we've been hearing about the lottery panels in the wind trust is that there's been a lot of open seating um, that just it wasn't getting full. And this was, I think, it was pretty much packed besides the very top nosebleed seats. Um, it was just unbelievable to be in that room and to be seeing new footage from the Clone Wars. We got a ton of footage, it felt like, from episodes of the Clone Wars. It wasn't just a trailer. It was... Four, three, four clips, three clips? I think we got three clips and then we got the trailer. So, because we got, we know there's going to be a Bad Batch arc, which is something that Dave Filoni has talked about before with these, you know, like genetically modified clones. Um, we found out that it was Cody's idea that he wanted to sort of experiment with, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, and the clones looked really cool. I mean, we saw that clip of them and going up against the droids, and they, they have much uh, a much different 
sort of uh, demeanor about them than the regular clones do. So it'll be cool to see what that's about. Yeah, this isn't just running into battle. It is, it is a full military-like mission that they are on. And it, they are solo. There is not a Jedi in front of them deflecting bolts. It was so cool to just see them holding their own, just as their own little clone team. So cool. Yeah, definitely. And we also got to see a scene of Ahsoka flying around on a speeder going down into the lower levels of Coruscant, which was pretty cool. She's no longer an, you know, an upper-level dweller. She is doing her own thing now, and we get to see what could have been a sabotage speeder, or for some reason her speeder was not working, and so she's going down into the lower levels to do whatever. Who knows what she's doing down there, but it'll be cool. She's... Looks like she's definitely going to interact with some mechanics or some other people that are on the lower levels. Um, and she's also in a new outfit, which Dave Filoni sort of described as like a jumpsuit type thing, which will be pretty cool. So, Ashley already said she's making that jumpsuit, so I'm really excited for that. Um, and it was cool to hear Ashley say that we got a lot of character growth with this this arc of Ahsoka and um, you know it's a huge gap we've always missed in her timeline so it's cool to hear that we're getting it's not going to just be same old Ahsoka it's a completely different Ahsoka we've not yet seen before it's too exciting <laughs> yeah and then the third clip that we got was an unfinished unrendered um, scene of Ahsoka walking with Anakin into a room of clones and this was a very emotional scene because all the clones are saluting Ahsoka as they're walking through the hallways and they still view her as the Ahsoka that they knew from the previous seasons. Yes, Commander Tano. And then they get into the room and, and they all have their helmets painted, including Rex, like the designs on Ahsoka's head. The orange helmets, the helmet that we've seen in the Clone Wars saved poster, all that stuff. and. It shows you that it's not just Anakin that's having a hard time with Ahsoka leaving the Order. It's the clones. It's, it's you know, other people, too. And that even adds more weight to Ahsoka leaving. Yeah, and it also shows that Ahsoka wasn't just, like, a Padawan. Like, they respected her, um, even though she hadn't completely... I mean, they say she went through her trial, but if she, even if, the, if she had, it would have been at the very end. So as a Padawan, they respected her that much that they would give her a return like that. It's out of this world. Yeah. We also saw that during the trailer and during all these clips, everybody that was a, you know, a cast member got up off their seats as the lights were dimming to go sit on the floor and watch the progress and watch these clips because it seemed like they hadn't even seen them themselves. So it was cool to see the excitement on their faces after seeing it as well. Ashley cried. They were they were shocked. They they sat on the floor I think twice even after they showed the trailer again. They wanted to watch it again with us just like we wanted to watch it again. So it's just it was really just a cool it was really cool to be there. Yeah, and we also got the trailer. And by the way, this is going to be just sort of our segment live from uh, Star Wars Celebration Chicago. We will be talking about all these trailers more in depth uh, when we get back uh, after the show's over. But um, the trailer, holy crap, this is very cool. It started off, I mean, they do this to you. It's tearjerkers when they do this. They start sort of 
with the music and it's kind of like black and white a little bit and it's Ahsoka leaving and they, they have, you know, the beginning parts with Anakin and everything in the whole season five finale uh, with Ahsoka and it really, it really starts getting your heart pulled, uh, your heartstrings pulled and then, um, then it goes into slowly some new clips from the new season which is going to be 12 episodes. So we see Ahsoka with blue lightsabers, which is pretty awesome. We get to see, um, it looks like Admiral Trench in there. We get to see what looks like Boss from Delta Squad, which is one of the clone commando groups. We get to see a ton of stuff. And then at the end, the screen goes black and Maul goes, I was looking for Kenobi. What are you doing here? And then the... The lightsabers turn on, and it's definitely going to be a battle between Maul and Ahsoka, which Dave Filoni has definitely built that up to be one of the best lightsaber battles in all of Clone Wars. Yes, and I feel like this is also the lightsaber battle that we get. I mean, we don't fully get it that we allude to in the beginning of the Ahsoka novel. It sets us up for her and Maul to show down, and they don't, you don't actually get a whole lot of their showdown, so now we're going to get to see how that actually plays out which is so cool yeah and we know that we're getting the bad batch we know that we're getting the siege of mandalore so it'll definitely be really cool to kind of get more clone wars and have clone wars be finished out and they announced that they took ray park the original actor of maul from episode one he is going to be motion capped for all of Maul's fight scene movements. So it is not only the voice Sam Witwer that we know and love, it is Maul himself, the way he fought in The Phantom Menace. Too perfect. Yeah, that is that is something that I think is going to make this lightsaber battle between Maul and Ahsoka even better. So it'll be really cool to see. We know we saw Mace Windu in this as well. Um, I, think, I think this is building up to be one of the best years for Star Wars ever. I mean, ever, like in the history of Star Wars for the last 40 plus years. I know, I feel like they've been really listening to the fans. Um, they've given us Mandalorians, they've given us Clone Wars. It's just, yeah, there's only, only more good to come. It's gonna be a fantastic year. So yeah, it is Saturday today. Tomorrow we have another big day. We have the 20th anniversary of The Phantom Menace. We also have the season two sneak peek for Star Wars Resistance. So there's much more to come here live from Star Wars Celebration Chicago. Hey, hey, this is Scott Lawrence from Star Wars Celebration. Thanks for listening to Twin Suns Transmission. All right, day five is coming to an end, but we've had such a great Star Wars celebration, and even day five, Jesse, has had a lot of really amazing things. We've been to panels. We, we were hunting for exclusives this morning. We've been doing everything today. Yeah, it was a jam-packed day. It was over in a blink of an eye, and I loved every second of it. It, was, it definitely met and exceeded all my expectations, so I'm just crazy happy I got to be a part of it this time. Yeah, definitely. And obviously with the abbreviated hours, things feel like they're going extremely fast. I had five autographs today, which obviously trying to get all that plus go to panels was really challenging to do. But um, we got the 20th anniversary of the Phantom Menace panel today. So what you take away from that? I just loved being in a room full of people who loved the prequels as much as we do. And 
you know, I think we've talked a lot about how sometimes the voices of the masses aren't always what is heard the most often. So it's cool to to actually be in a room with all those people that we've known existed all along and just get that positive force for the prequels here at Celebration. Yeah, and the first group of people that they brought out were people that were behind the scenes, sound people, you know, artists, things like that. People like Doug Chang and Matthew Wood. We also had uh, John Knoll. John Knoll was out there as well. So it was really cool to kind of see the people who were behind the scenes that got to work with George directly on the models and things like that. Um, Ray Park came out, Ian McDermott came out, we had Ahmed Best who had a huge cheer. People were chanting his name. And then we also had Anthony Daniels. And to see him interact with, with uh, Warwick Davis was pretty cool. So We actually got to hear Ian McDermott, he kind of like low-key talked about the rise of Skywalker, in my opinion. He kind of like, he didn't say, it was, what did he say? It was exactly something like, I never thought I would be able to do it again, but like, it's like he could have been talking about doing it in the prequels, but the way he was wording it, it was like, I'm doing it again for the rise of Skywalker. (laughs) And everybody kind of gave him, you know, a hard time for not being able to fully close the lid even though he's not in a panel that concerns that he's on the Phantom Menace and he still couldn't keep it together I mean he didn't really give anything away but he got really close to the line there (laughs) well it was great because the person behind us was 18 and he was not even alive when episode one came out and yet he was there and I think to a certain extent he felt like oh I wasn't even alive during this and you know I don't know any of the songs because they were playing 90s music like in the Wintrust Arena and you know we had people that were older than me people that grew up with the originals and it was like this is what Star Wars is about it's about you know appealing to everybody and everybody can be a fan which was really cool it's cool no matter what era and what decade these are made in it still is relatable from people from every generation yeah exactly and then Shortly after that, at 1.30 today, we had the Star Wars Resistance panel, which was really cool. They had a, a ton of the voice actors on there, and they spent a lot of time talking about the first season, which I was like, hmm, you know, this is, it says on the, like, program, Rebel, uh, Star Wars Resistance sneak peek, and I was like, they're talking an awful lot about, like, season one. So then it comes to the point where David Collins, the host of the stage, end up asking, um, I can't remember the director's name or the producer's name, but they're like, so is Tam going to be in the next season? Like, are we going to get more of Tam? And he's like, well, how about we just show you rather than tell you? And he's like, and this isn't going to be just a trailer. We are going to show you the entire first episode of Star Wars Resistance Season 2, which was absolutely amazing. I will not give anything away. You guys will have to wait and see what happens, but um, we did get a poster as a giveaway, which um, I would definitely say to look at that poster closely and let me know what you think, because it's really cool. Look at the back of the poster, because Eric's favorite guy is on there. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So there's a ton of a ton of great Star Wars going on, and immediately after um, the Resistance panel, 
I went to go get autographs from a lot of the Resistance cast, which made it even more special because we just got to learn more about them. And we obviously know that the cast of Rebels and the cast of Clone Wars, you know, they're a family and they got to know each other. And, you know, we're still, as Star Wars fans, getting to know some of the characters in the Resistance and getting to know the voice actors and, you know, still trying to... Uh, you know, learn more about these characters and stuff like that. And after watching the panel, I definitely feel like I'm getting to know them. And, you know, I, I saw uh, Myrna Velasco, and I welcomed her to the Star Wars family, and she was just so excited. She got honor, uh, she's, uh, she got inducted into the 501st as an honorary member. She was proudly wearing her badge. She took pictures with people at her booth. Like, she doesn't care. She's like, I just want to be a part of this fandom and it's awesome. Is that Tora? I got to catch, I wasn't in the room, but I, I chose a, a photo op of the Millennium Falcon, but I did get to catch the later end of the panel on the live stream on the Star Wars show stage and I saw her little part about um, just her talking about getting so excited for it and they were talking about how she is Tora and she exemplifies and is, exudes so much of the energy that Tora has and it was just really cute to see how much they all match their characters. It's, it was interesting. They're yeah, absolutely. And you spent some time today in the uh, props, like the dioramas and things like that, um, the, the big sets. You got your picture in the Millennium Falcon, which was pretty awesome, I'm sure. And what else did you do today? What else, uh, what else were your highlights of the final day? What else did I do today? I, I also ran around and... Um, tried to get some more uh, QR codes for the scavenger hunt. Um, walking into that Falcon has to be a huge highlight for today because it's got both the Lando era and the Han and Chewie era. So you had both sides to take photos in. Um, and then I went to the closing ceremonies of Star Wars Celebration where they announced the new date and place for Star Wars Celebration. Should I say it now? It's going to be next year, 2020, in Anaheim. So, Woo! yeah, right by Disneyland. And I'm sure we'll all get to see Galaxy's Edge while whoever gets to go out there is out there. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. And I can't say enough about having Star Wars Celebration here in Chicago. Not only is this super convenient for us because we live in Illinois, but just welcoming fans to the Windy City from all over the world, getting to know new people waiting in lines, hunting for exclusive, going to panels, watching new trailers. Literally, you can't go a couple minutes without somebody cheering about something here. It's awesome. Yeah, and I don't know how I could forget this. We, I actually got my first morning wake up at 4.30 in the morning to get out in line exclusive. Um, an Ahsoka pin, which we, our group was like the last people to get to have that exclusive. So that was on my Star Wars celebration bucket list and got to check that box off, which was cool. And I would just like to say for all my friends and family who are listening to this podcast, uh, a huge thank you to everybody who helped me get these exclusives and waited out in line and ran to get food when I was doing something else or 
was carrying my exclusives or my all my stuff. It's uh, I could not have done this without you guys. And just know that I appreciate you all because this is awesome. So we'll have a lot more uh, to discuss with Star Wars Celebration. We'll go into much more uh, of a conversation about all the new trailers, the new announcements, and everything like that coming up as well. So don't go away. You're listening to Twin Suns Transmission in Chicago for Star Wars Celebration. This is Mirna Velasco as Tora Doza signing off. Stay tuned for more from more of our thoughts from Star Wars Celebration. We are going to be doing a full episode going in-depth about what we saw in the trailers, what we saw uh, as far as release dates, and we'll go into more about the Fallen Order and everything like that. So uh, continue to follow us here at Twin Suns Transmission through the Twin Suns Podcast Network. And if you're looking to follow us on a bunch of different places for social media, you can find us all under the... Uh, the handle at Twin Suns Outpost, both on Instagram and Twitter. And we're also on Facebook. You could just type in Twin Suns Outpost and you'll find us. You can also listen to us on our website, which is www.twinsunsoutpost.com. Click on the tab on the left-hand side that says podcast. You'll see all of our episodes there. You can also find us on the Google Play Store if you download the Star Wars podcast app, or you can find us on iTunes. But for Eric and Jesse, thank you so much for listening to Twin Sons Transmission. We'll see you next time, and may the Force be with you. Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall, Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels. You've been listening to Twin Sons Transmission, an exciting show where sand gets everywhere. Thank you for listening to this presentation of the Twin Sons Podcast Network. May the Force be with you, always. Yeah.